Yeah, we're back, and uh, I'll give my thoughts on Connor Clifton. I know everybody was waiting as they skipped through that ad. Um, <laughs> no skipping ads. Go back and listen to no it. No skipping ads. You have to do it. You have to, you have to listen to, to You have to listen Just, to Drew say, uh, feel the sweat uh, like never the sweat. before. Yeah. Uh, 360 degree between the legs windmill. Woo! Greetings and hello. What's brewing? This is the Brews and Bruins podcast, a the Hockey Podcast Network podcast presented by Bruins Diehards and Pride Diehards. Um, DraftKings, code THPN. Try it out, I suppose. Um, I'm here, Drew Johnson. We got Chris Gear. We have no Cam Hasbrook, but we do have Lancey. Lancey, welcome Seems back. Seems like a downgrade. No, no, it's definitely not. Trust me, it is not. Um, yeah, so we're going to do another, what is it, beer in review? Beer in review, <laughs> baby. Um, before we get to that, though, let's do a quick round of uh, introductions of our drinks here. I see uh, Chris is toasting his right now. So uh, I got toast. one of these uh, Michelob Ultra Infusions. Uh, lime and prickly pear cactus, 4.0% ABV, superior light beer. Um, wow, real shots at uh, fine Pilsner beer. Fighting words. Um, yeah, like like most Michelob Ultra, it doesn't taste about, like much of anything. Like even the, it kind of tastes like a like a seltzer water with like the little flavor to it. Um, tasteability two. Um, drinkability 37. This stuff, you can really drink it. Nido, Lancey, what you got? I have the very last beer in my fridge, a Miller Lite, of course. Nice. And uh, I've a had fine a- Pilsner beer. Many, many times on the podcast, 37s all around. And I was going to have it with dinner, but now I'm having it with you. So you should feel honored. Appreciate it. We do. We do feel honored. Um, I got here a 37 ale, one of the ones that my uh, dad and I brewed at that uh, at the brew zone on Route 1. And uh, I think it's in Saugus. I don't know. Um Anyway, yeah, uh, this is this is my last bottle of it. I'm hoping my father has like another bottle or two that we can drink. But otherwise, this is the end. My only friend, the end. Um, 37s all around because it is the 37th ale. Um, yeah, and the assist by Shed Brewery. Uh, if you haven't uh, heard of Shed Brewing Company, they're out in Vermont. They have especially good like dark darker ales i've found the mountain ale is a real classic. yes the mountain one yeah yeah that's a great skiing beer warms you right up in the lodge um, sneaky high alcohol content in that one yes. it does not does not taste like it but it's somewhere in the like seven to eight range yes nice. definitely so thanks to shed for the uh the assist here with this beer um 
Yeah, so we are going to be talking about the best defenseman to ever play the game. Uh, I'm talking about Connor Clifton. No. Um, yeah, Connor Clifton off to Buffalo. We're going to just kind of recap his season, um, his last season as a Bruin. Um, and wish him uh, for now. Well, for now. He'll for come now. back. He'll come back and win a cup. That's That's just what Cliffy does. We don't know it yet, but that's what he does. Um, he's going to be like that veteran player that like brings that presence and like boosts the team at the trade deadline. For so he's going to be Milan Lucic in so many years. Yes, yes, and Shattenkirk and, and all that. Um, but yeah, what, what are you guys' thoughts on Cliffy? Uh, I got I got a little bit of bias, but also I can I can put that bias aside. I'll use my journalistic integrity. But do you guys want to kick us off? Well, first, you, you should disclose, in the interest of journalistic integrity, your connection to Quinnipiac. But anyway, yes, uh, Connor Clifton is a tremendous defender in that he is a durable defender. And that is one of my favorite overused phrases in hockey. This guy is a durable defender because, you know, like he can do anything. He's not he's not superior in caliber. He's not an Eric Carlson. He's not a. I don't know who, who's the guy that hits other players these days, but he is who he is and he is fine. Not like fine as in a bad thing, but fine as in he's fine. He'll play. He's no matter looking. what, he's going to play. He's going to get things done and he'll do his job, which is exactly what everyone wants to hear about a third pairing defender who's now going to be making what, like 3 million a year? 3.3. There's a chance he could make it to the top four pairing in Buffalo, and that would be fine. But, um, you know, I don't know if I see that sort of progression in his career just yet. He is coming off of a 23-point season, which was a career high, which is why he got paid what he got paid. But, you know, how much of that is necessarily going to translate into Buffalo's game, that remains to be seen. We do know that they have a fiery offense. But this is a Bruins-centric podcast. Sure is. And that's where I'm going to let you take it some more, Chris. All right. So to dive in a little on the uh, analytics, I I like to check in mid-season on, on what the analytics are looking like on players and then kind of follow through the rest of the year and see kind of how a player is progressing. Um, as always, we don't take the uh, the underlying numbers as gospel for what a player is and we got to watch Great a player too and, and make pitch. sure that we're yes, exactly. And, and make sure that we're, uh, you know, getting a, a holistic view of, of what players are giving. But I remember the conversation around mid season being, man, Cliffy's looking great. He is pricing himself out of Boston. Um, he's going to be making somewhere in the four, four and a half million range next year. Cause his, his underlying numbers were good. He was uh, he was playing really well defensively, kind of shutting down opponents, uh, and he was generating offensive chances a lot. And then the way he ended up uh, at the end of the season was below average at both, um, and kind of showed in terms of you know his playing time at the end of the season. Once Orlov was added to the roster, um, had a really rough showing in the playoffs. Uh, Basically, looking at his his charts now, um, the profile would be a guy who overperformed his expected goals offensively by a large margin, 
is uh, a negative in terms of expected goals. Um, negative in terms of expected goals against. Um, and very negative in terms of Corsi against per 60. A little positive on the Corsi four. A little positive on the goals four total. Not great on the power play. Um, didn't really have a lot of time on the power play. It'll be interesting to see like what he does in what I assume will be an expanded role, making that much money in Buffalo. I mean, they're kind of paying him, I would say, what, that's like four and a half to fifth defenseman money. Um, somewhere there where like he, he probably will end up playing up on, on that second pairing at some point. I don't know. I think uh, in terms of players, I'm I'm sad to see go. I'm sad to see him go in terms of a uh, you know personality and overall vibes and whatnot. But yeah, as as far as what he provided on the ice, not so much. And for all those reasons, Drew is going to give him an A because journalistic integrity. <laughs> um. Well, you're here. You'll hear my thoughts right after this ad break. Let's do that. Thing. New customers download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-HOPE-NY or text hope ny Four six seven three six nine in Kansas. Call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER or visit www gambler dot net. All games regulated by the West Virginian Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call eight eight eight. Seven eight nine seven 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 seven, or visit ccpg.org. Twenty-one plus to most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet fifty dollars. Ten plus leg requirement for one. 0% boost eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.com draft sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms that's sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms oh, oh, oh wow promo code THPN um yeah we're back and uh, I'll give my thoughts on Connor Clifton. I know everybody was waiting as they skipped through that ad. Um, <laughs> no skipping ads. Go back and listen to no it. No skipping ads. You have to do it. You have to, you have to listen to, to the THPN. You have to listen Just, to Drew say, uh, feel the sweat uh, like never sweat. before. Yeah. Uh, 360 degree between the legs windmill. Woo! Woo! Okay. Um, yeah, Connor Clifton. So... I think you're exactly right, Chris, what you said, like he priced himself out of Boston because, I mean, if we could have signed him to like a 1.5 million deal, I think the Bruins would have done that over maybe some of the other moves they made in free agency. But when 
a player like that goes to free agency and there are teams such as Buffalo that have the cap to do it. Uh, you know, a free agents, usually you're, you're overpaying a bit. I think 3.3 mil is probably a little bit much for, for what he did. Um, three mil, even kind of pushing it a little bit. Uh, but I'm glad he got a, got a raise. Uh, I'm sad to see him go to Buffalo, but I think, and maybe this is more over his like tenure as a Bruin. He's like, we've seen, I've seen flashes of like brilliance in terms of what I saw at like the college level when he was a top tier defenseman at that level, just the ability is similar to like McAvoy in a way where he can just take the puck down the ice. He he'll go below the goal line and try to create something, but it led to some frantic situations (laughs) at the NHL level. Sometimes, sometimes it worked. Most times it didn't, um, but he is one of those role players. I think he's a solid bottom pair defenseman in the NHL. And yeah, I think with Buffalo, especially he will see some, some of that middle pair time. Um, and hopefully that can kind of, you know, he, I think he's still, he still has potential. He has room to grow. Um, and I could just see him being like a solid guy back there and your bottom pair will probably bounce around teams plenty. And hopefully there's a Bruins reunion down the line. Um, but I think what he showed in Boston, he can continue. Obviously, I would have liked to seen better as he was one of my favorite players. Um, definitely, there's the bias. But I think, I don't know, he was all right. I, I think my rating's going to be for this season, if we're just going with this season, probably about like, I'll, I'll go C+. Plus. I think he did have like a, a an above average season, like, like Lancey mentioned the career high 23 points. He was a plus 20. I know we don't read into plus minus too, too much, but, and I guess everyone on the Bruins was basically a plus. Was there anyone that was a minus on the Bruins this year or like a significant, in the negative because <laughs> i think everyone like i think like pass uh who was it there's someone that was like plus 60 or something it was ridiculous Lind- lindholm was like yeah. one of the tops in the league and plus yeah. minus i think yeah but yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go c plus above average and cliffy won't miss you but the definition of plug and play Connor i love Clifton. the physicality for small guys like the is like a an Andrew Ference mentality, just like throw your body as quickly as you can into someone and hope you can knock them down. Yeah. A little, little update while we're uh, on the subject, uh, Hampus Lindholm plus 49 this season, Matt Grizzlick plus 46. Uh, and yeah, let's see. Clifton was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13th on the team. Not bad. So, for still a plus 20, but you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, those are my thoughts. C plus. Do you guys? Did you guys give letter grades? Or I would probably say about a B minus. I mean, if we're going specifically for his exact role, I would say hey, A in some categories. But overall, B minus. A little bit above average. As I told uh, someone that's a Sabres fan, I was like, you know, he's a great kid. Love him and everything about his family. He's not that much better than a fourth defender on a good night. I can see that you know the Sabres have huge needs in their depth chart. But, you know, it, it just he's he's the type of guy that during the season, he'll his play will slip up every now and then, but he'll make the necessary corrections. and He'll get back into form as the year progresses until, you know, sometimes you just have a bad first round in the playoffs. But that happens. It's life. 
but he's got really hockey, good IQ in that regard. Really good hockey IQ in that regard. And uh, just he's got note, really good hockey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a note from said Sabres fan. He was like, you know, what we really need is a fourth guy. And, you know, we have Darlene Samuelson and power. And then we have this huge drop off to Yoki Bushkin and Stillman and a bunch of guys I've never heard of. And then, of course, they signed Eric Johnson. So, you know, the Sabres should be a much different team defensively from last season to this season. And with the addition of Connor Clifton, it's going to be great for them. Bad for everybody else in the Atlantic Division, which the Bruins happen to be in. I don't know. Uh, Lucic will just take out the goaltender and it'll be okay. Yeah, I I guess that could work. I guess one thing we didn't mention really is the, you know, playing above his weight class. Um, what 510 175 uh but hits like a guy who's in the six Heart foot six foot one 200 pound range he's uh yeah when people complain about you know matt Grizzlick's size like they forget that guys like connor clifton can play like that um and it's it's not all about size it's a uh, you know leverage and uh, that's that's the thing that he's really good at and um, for sure, a skill set that he brings. Um, and with that, I will uh, I will give him a. I was between a C plus and a B minus, and I'll, I'll give him a C plus. Um, I think the down the stretch play kind of sealed it for me. I think it's more important to play better at the end of the season than it is at the beginning. Um, and he didn't. So sorry, bro. Sorry, bud. It's uh, it's just where I'm coming from. For the record, Clifton has an inch on Grizzly and 14 pounds. So, mm-hmm. but I just, you know, when he's people still, are like, he's still like, quote unquote, smaller another's. guy. Right. It's just funny, though. When people are like, oh, Grizzly is terrible. And then they look at Clifton and they're like, now this is a definition of the ideal man, <laughs> except, mm-hmm. you know, like Charlie McAvoy, 6'1, 209 pounds. I don't know. Is that the ideal definition? Hampus Lindholm, 6'4", 215. Is that the ideal definition? Yes. Brandon Carlos, 6'6", 218. What is the ideal definition? Hampus Lindholm is uh, the ideal person. Just overall. Again, great vibes. But this is about Connor Clifton, not Hampus Lindholm. What it will soon be about Hampus Lindholm. It will soon be. Teaser, teaser, teaser. Um, Anyway, thanks for listening y'all i think that's our thoughts on connor clifton we'll wrap this one up DraftKings, thpn the hockey podcast network go to bruisingbruins.com check us out on threads at bruising bruins uh i don't know if we'll be fully making the switch just yet but i think that's maybe our, we haven't posted a thread it's gonna be something special um <laughs> but yeah do it make the switch threads advertising goodbye